This is Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International, a non-denominational end times ministry dedicated to fulfilling a divine commission to trumpet forth warnings from God concerning the imminent second coming of Christ and the impending judgment of God upon the ungodly. God has sent Dr. Hansen to many nations of the world with a solemn warning to the political and religious leaders and citizenry to repent of their sinfulness and wickedness or face the catastrophic judgments that will soon be unleashed upon the unbelieving world. Listen now to the warnings of our compassionate and merciful Creator conveyed through His faithful prophetic spokesman, the host of Warning Radio, Dr. Jonathan Hansen. Well, good evening over there. How are you all doing today? Doing well. How are you, Shannon? Hey, doing great, Dr. Hansen. It's good to be here with you tonight. Folks, welcome aboard. We're excited to be with World Ministries International tonight, worldministries.org. Dr. Hansen, the mic is yours. Would you like to open us up in prayer? Father God, thank you again for this time. We thank you for the opportunity we have always to get the gospel out. Bless this time tonight and each person that's tuning in. Bless them, dear God. We'll give you glory. We'll give you praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, I'm going to let you listen. I know there's some people that will be watching over here. All of those that tuned in to Shannon Davis, OmegaManRadio.com, welcome. This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen, World Ministries International, and our warning program. I was two and a half weeks in Kenya. Had just great, great meetings everywhere we went as far as the venues, uh, large venues, we ministered to different political leaders also, like the former mayor, vice president of Kenya, the ambassador that was from American ambassador to Kenya, the Israeli ambassador. In fact, we're going to listen to an interview I did with him in the Israeli embassy. Actually, I was supposed to be in Jerusalem that very time. I got an invitation late, so I was in Kenya, but I'll be going to Jerusalem soon. I'm a member of the Knesset Christian Allies Caucus. And then we did programs when I was in Kenya for the widows, the orphans, several slum schools we help. And we're also trying to develop three acres way up by the Uganda border, dental clinic, Bible school, vocational school, things like that. It's out in the bush, what we call the bush. And they had no water or electricity until we started to move in that area. Now they have both. You're going to be hearing an interview I did with Michael Lotem, the Israel ambassador to Kenya. And I was in the Israeli embassy in Nairobi, Kenya. And then I'm going to be sharing on 25 prophetic dreams. So let's begin. This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen. I'm the president of World Ministries International, as well as Eagle Saving Nations. I'm with the ambassador, Michael Lotem, in the Israeli embassy in Kenya. I'm a member also of the Knesset Christian Allies Caucus, and uh, we need to understand the truth. Uh, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, we both serve, and that brings peace to the nations. And so the world is against, uh, much of the time, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, 
They're into different religions, different philosophies, different ideologies, different political thoughts. But I'll tell you what, Judeo-Christian values is what brought civilization to the world. It's what kept America free to this time, although they're trying to topple the republic. And uh, it is, if you understand what the Bible says about Israel, Jerusalem, and the God of Israel, I'll tell you what, the Bible says very clearly, God watches over Israel, Jerusalem, doesn't slumber nor sleep, that it's a burdensome stone to whoever comes against it. Because God himself is alive. He's placed his signature on Israel, on Jerusalem. And when you come against it, you're coming against God. Ambassador Michael Lota, welcome to the morning program. Morning. Afternoon morning. <laughs> well, it's good being with you. Uh, normally I would have been in Israel right now, but I'll be going there after this time in Kenya. But uh, I want to talk a little bit about, again, uh, let's say October 7, uh, 2023, uh, the surprise attack on Israel. The Gaza Strip, they, they crossed it. I am in Jerusalem and Starot, and that area where they slaughtered people, I'm there. And I'm there just about every year. And Shai Hermes of the World Jewish Congress is a personal friend of mine. And uh, we've worked together not only in the kibbutz, but we've worked together in the Knesset. And uh, he hid for 20 hours, I'm sure you know the story, and escaped, but his son was killed. And so my heart really went out, and I've been talking to Shai, and I'm gonna fly there and be with him in his home. And, uh, but I, I'll tell you, it was such an, uh, an atrocity, but the world doesn't seem to know the truth. They don't understand. Uh, but why don't you share a little bit uh, about your feelings, about your thoughts, about your knowledge. I know that uh, the Gaza Strip was given back uh, to, if we want to, if we want to use the Palestinians, uh, that terminology for the Arabs, if we want to use it, it was given back in 2005, and Hamas has ruled since 2006. Hamas is a terrorist organization to wipe the Jews off the face of the earth and then the Christians. And so people don't seem to realize this. People ask me, why? Why, why have they done it? Yes. Hamas. So I do the simple thing. I read from the Hamas covenant, which says very clearly, Israel will exist and will continue to exist until Islam will obliterate it, just as it obliterated others before it. And then when I speak with people who tell me, but you should sit and negotiate a peaceful solution. So one thing I take my notebook and I say, okay, go ahead and give me the solution. So I can write down and send it to Jerusalem. But then I quote uh, Article 13 of the Hamas Covenant. Initiatives and so-called peaceful solutions and international conferences are in contradiction to the principles of the Islamic resistance movement. Now, you can say that's a piece of paper. Mm -hmm. But this is what they believe in. And if you recall, it took a long time and a battle to, uh, to make the PLO abolish their covenant. Yes. Because at the end of the day, an organization, people, state, in this case an organization, writes what he believes in. Yes. And this is how he mobilizes people. So, 
that's one point. The second is that uh, we, we, we don't know, I mean, many of us don't know, the difference between Gaza and the West Bank. Yes. They confuse the Palestinian Authority with the Hamas, you know, it's somewhere there in the Middle East. So the West Bank is not Gaza. That's uh, right. 30 kilometers apart from Gaza, and as you said, we are out of the Gaza Strip. We even undug our dams. We took them back to Israel in 2005, knowing that what the, the pillow will, what the Palestinians will, will do to the graves. And, and two years later, the Hamas kicked out uh, the Palestinian Authority from Gaza, also killing them. Yes. They threw them off rooftops. Yes. Now, normally, you would, see, you would think, and again, that's my, my normality, that a, a Palestinian leader, Palestinian of the West Bank, Palestinian Authority, will come on the 7th, immediately at 7 in the morning, and say, that's not us, this is the Hamas. This is what, not what the Quran says, like the UAE and the Bahrain said, no, but instead, and if you want, uh, if you want to event, to prevent it, to avoid something like this in the West Bank, uh, let's sit and discuss yes. the solution. But no, what they did is exactly the opposite. They went and embraced Hamas. That's right. Now, my apartment in Jerusalem is about two kilometers from the the gate to Bethlehem. Mm -hmm. I don't want these things. Two, two, two and a half kilometers from my home. That's right. You don't want it. Nobody wants it. The Kenyans don't want it. So, uh, when people say, sit and talk, with whom? With whom we can talk? And I tell them, why don't you sit and talk with Al-Shabaab, with Al-Qaeda, with ISIS? I haven't seen any of these wise politicians that give us the advice sitting with Al-Qaeda, maybe it was, there was an opportunity to sit and talk and negotiate a solution. Another thing people don't understand, they don't distinguish, they, they came to, to murder. They didn't care if you're a Christian, a Jew, of course they aimed at Israelis, but once there, there were two Tanzanians, students, that came for this 11-month program in Israel. And, you know, we have it on video. We have so much on video. Yes. The Nazis, the German Nazis, when they murdered and when they reported and took pictures, they violated the, the rules because the orders were, were not to report back home, not to take pictures. The Hamas, exactly the opposite. They registered everything. They took pictures. They, they were describing, and of course, on, so we have everything on video. We have on video also how they executed this Tanzanian student. Yes. Who was begging for his life, saying that he's a Tanzanian, and of course, it was not very difficult to understand, he's not an Israeli. And uh, one Tanzanian uh, we brought to burial a couple of months ago in north part of Tanzania, but this one, Joshua, they took the body, and I'm in touch with his father very often. Beginning, he couldn't understand how we can declare him dead if there's no body. And 
What I tell leaders in the region, you know, we are covering five countries, the, uh, the African Union came immediately condemning Israel and so on and so forth. But one thing they don't do, they don't try even, publicly or not publicly, to get information about the whereabouts of the body of the only African murdered citizen yes. in Gaza. Wow. The only citizen, mm. African Union. That's right. They didn't call, they didn't do anything. So when it comes to us Israelis, everybody jumps on us. And you know that most of the victims who were murdered uh, on the Gulf, on the envelope of Gaza, people from the kibbutzim, the villages, these were the employers of the Palestinians that used to come daily. Last, on the 6th, 20,000 Palestinians came to work in these villages. I guess that some of them, if not many of them, went back and described exactly how to penetrate the houses and how to penetrate the kibbutzim. And we do a mistake that we, when we speak about only a few thousand Hamas, Terrorists. To begin with, there are more than just a few thousands, but they, are, they were elected and sustained by the population. Yes, yes. And when I show this whole video, and when, I, when you see bodies uh, being carried in the, in the street of Gaza, and the crowd is all over, I tell the people uh, that watch the video, these are the innocent civilians. Um, you see thousands of innocent civilians applauding the, the Hamas. So that was the, the reality on the 7th, which ended with uh, almost 1,400 Israeli murdered. We don't know the exact number because some of them could not be identified. They burned to ashes. And you know what it means to a Jew, and I hope what it means to humanity when Jews are burnt, or anybody else is burnt to ashes. Now, ladies and gentlemen, what you're seeing, these atrocities. Uh, I wrote an article, People with Animal Minds, and the worst is yet to come, if you understand uh, Judeo-Christian values, if you understand the Bible, it, it records very clearly where Nebuchadnezzar himself was turned into an animal mind because of his vanity, his pride, his arrogance coming against uh, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Seven years later, after living like an animal, he repented, God restored his mind. And you go on and on. If you understand again in the Bible, in the book of Daniel and others, again, the four world empires that uh, came out of that dream. And since that time, uh, the atrocities, Mussolini, Hitler, Stalin, uh, Mazi, Tang, uh, Lenin, the atrocities, what they've done without any type of compassion, uh, the Holocaust, uh, tearing the skin off, making leather out of it. I'll tell you what, you'd better understand, uh, again, the spirit we're dealing with of, if we want to say, anti-God, anti-Christ, uh, this spirit that hates the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, because we're in a spiritual battle around the world, and we better understand where we're living and what's happening. Um, I said the Bible is clear that man is made in the image of God, but if man rejects 
God and God, uh, man is led more and more by evil spirits, no longer has a human mind. This explains how Hamas can brutally control and even kill their fellow Arabs, now called Palestinians. It also explains the demonic, beastly behavior toward over 1,400 Jews that were savagely murdered. Now, I know some of these. They were my friends. And uh, I, I go to Starot constantly. I go to that very kibbutz, and I've done television and gone all the way through it. And uh, where my friends were slaughtered and killed. They kidnapped over 250, held them as hostages. They raped women, killed parents in front of children, children in front of their parents. They beheaded babies, cut babies right out of their mother's womb, burned families alive, done other horrible atrocities, showing no human emotion. Tossed grenades into families, bound, mutilated the elderly, cut off fingers, feet, toes, breasts, gouged out eyes, torched people alive. You say, why go into this? This is real. This is real. We better understand it. We have, again, the charter for Hamas. It's a terrorist organization. They don't want peace. They don't want a two-state solution. Ambassador, how many times were they offered a two-state solution? Four times. You know, back in the first, the first time by the UN, Resolution 181, which was rejected by the Palestinians, by the Arab countries, and that was a very small Jewish state without Jerusalem. And that's something people don't digest. Some don't, most don't know, the others don't digest. Israel accepted a state without Jerusalem, which was supposed to be an international city for 10 years after which a, a referendum was to be held, bearing in mind that there was a narrow majority in, in Jerusalem. So that was rejected. That's three years after the end of the Second World War, the Holocaust, where we were truly a victim so we could, you know, come and cry and demand, but we look forward. So we said, that's behind us, let's build a state. So that was the first time. <clears throat> then in July 2000, in Camp David, by Prime Minister Bach, they were offered approximately a bit more than 90% of the territory. 90%. Now I tell my friends or people I speak with, I like carpets. I enter the carpet shop and I bargain. You know, Israel is always bargain. <laughs> if I get 20% off, it's nice. If I get 50% off, if I get 90, probably the other guy has an issue. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But they didn't accept it. A few months later, in January 2001, they were offered even more than this, almost 95%. And Olmer in 2008, after a couple of years of back and forth negotiations, came to 98% plus 2% exchange of territory. And they refused. So if you refuse all of this, that means you refuse the principle, which is the principle of existence of Israel. You don't want a solution. That's right. And it's, I don't know if to cry or laugh, I'm reading our book, The Truth About Camp David. And the author tries to explain the, the failure of our negotiation with Syria is because uh, the Syrians wanted uh, 10 more meters and we wanted less. And think, well, where does he leave this guy? I mean, countries, states that went, that launched wars, where the aggressors had to pay at the end. 
if not for any other reason, not to repeat it as a lesson. Yes. Palestinians rejected. Obviously, they, they launched the war intifada, the terrorist threat. Yeah, they have to pay with something. So when you offer someone 98%, almost 100%, that's where does he compromise here? So they will, if you ask a Palestinian, he will tell you, we compromise on Haifa, on Tel Aviv. Well, if this is his compromise, I don't want to sit with him to the table. This mm-hmm. is a compromise. So, yeah, we offered more than once. And uh, so the question is not, what the solution? First, let's have someone to talk with, and then we'll, we'll be able to talk over and discuss a solution. But I have to read also this, if you allow me. Please. The way Hamas treats life, values life. Article 8. Allah is the target. The Prophet is the model. The Quran is its constitution. Jihad is its path. And death for the sake of Allah is the loftiest of its wishes. These are the you know, I don't know how to describe them with whom we, we are dealing. Article 7, the day of judgment will not come about until Muslims fight Jews killing the Jews. When the Jew will hide behind stones and trees, the stones and trees will say, Oh Muslims, oh Abdullah, there is a Jew behind me, come and kill him. So this, and I'm asking the politicians here and other places with them you want us to sit? Okay, he was a good example. Sit with Al-Shabaab, with Al-Qaeda, with ISIS. Show us the way. Probably we are lost. Show us the way. Ladies and gentlemen, we're, di- we're dealing with different ideologies. One that will not assimilate. Uh, no matter where they go, they want to conquer. They want to bring the world and their country under Allah. We're in an infidel. You can lie to the infidel. Again, Muhammad himself and Saladin led the way in lying to the infidel, breaking the peace treaty, killing their enemies. Listen to this. The Jews have been in Jerusalem since 1200 BC, long before Islam was created in 610 AD, which is over 1800 years after the Jews had already been living in Israel today, including what they call the occupied territories and those areas in dispute. What we're dealing with, it says, the real problem is mankind is witnessing a clash of spiritual kingdoms with Jerusalem and the bullseye. Only when the Jews have controlled Jerusalem has there been peace. Because God gave Jerusalem to the Jews as caretakers for him. Jerusalem has always throughout history been the reason for fighting, whether it's the Babylonians, the Persians, Greeks, Romans, Crusaders, Turks. The British Empire, each have had their problems controlling Jerusalem. Now listen, Jerusalem is a holy place to the Jews. Jerusalem is mentioned 667 times in the Old Testament, 139 times in the New Testament, for a total of 806 times in the Bible. In the Quran, Jerusalem is not mentioned once. You know, if someone wants to get another understanding of our relations, connections to the land, you know what's the best uh, guidebook, tourist guidebook, to the West Bank? That's right. The Old Testament. 
You open the Old Testament. That's right. And you go, the names stay the same, and you just, that, these are the places. That's right. That's right. Real plan of Hamas is to kill every Jew and every Christian on earth. In the chart of Hamas, it reads, from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. We're dealing again with two different ideologies. One that brings peace, Judeo-Christian values, civilization. One that brings tyranny and war and brutality. We need to understand these things because they are sweeping the world today. And you need to understand, if you want to have peace in the world, you need to understand what the other side but, believes. But for this only for jumping in, we have to stop being arrogant. In a way we are arrogant because we assume yes. that the other doesn't really want to to kill, doesn't really want to die. And we don't accept that uh, the extreme Islamic groups, this is what they do, this is what they want. Genuinely, this is what they want. So we say, no, no, they don't mean it. We have to start listening and believing what we see. That's right, and what they say. Yeah, they tell you exactly what they're going to do. Exactly, but we have our own philosophies, and we say, no, no, they don't mean it. We know better. We don't know better. <laughs> That's right. They say exactly what they're going to do. Hitler said exactly what he was going to do. And we could go down through history. We need to listen to the truth, uh, what people are saying, and quit trying to... Nasrallah uh, and Hezbollah. Yeah. They say exactly. Iran says exactly... What they're going to do. Yeah. As simple as this. No. You know, you had the president said, with my lips, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So, ladies and gentlemen, once again, I'm with the Israeli ambassador to Kenya. And I'll tell you what, we've all had a heavy heart since the atrocities. Again, if, if you truly love God, you have a heavy heart because you understand that uh, uh, this evil can come upon you too. Let me tell you, it's not just the Jews. This evil, this ideology, this spirit is against Judeo-Christian values. It's against, again, those that really serve the living God. And we must understand this if we want to have peace on earth so we are not continually uh, abused, becoming victims. Ambassador? I subscribe, yeah. We have to be very careful because, uh, also because of the, the phenomena of copycating or copy-paste uh, terrorist organizations, terrorist groups you have everywhere and I hope I will I would be wrong but I guess that many see what has happened on the October the 7th and they will say okay if Hamas did this to the mighty Israel why shouldn't we try and if and that's danger if all those leaders and people that are trying to stop us from eliminating Hamas, they bring the next uh, disaster on themselves because any terrorist organization will be thinking, any leader of a uh, commander of terrorist organization will be thinking, okay, all I have to do is first kill as many as I can, then hide among civilians, get a prescription for success and survival, let's hide among civilians, I know that in a few weeks or in a few months the storm will be over 
and I can go ahead. So it's a it's a warning to those that have terrorist organizations among them and terrorist organizations are everywhere today. Yes. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, again, I go to Israel every year. I have friends in Israel. I have friends right into the into Starot, one mile from the Gaza, into the very kibbutz that was slaughtered. Um, I'll tell you, you better understand what we're dealing with because it's spreading throughout the world. Whether it's Islamic ideology or communism, it's spreading throughout the world. Um, we need to stand beside Israel because I'll tell you what, they're coming after you next. All over the world, there is trouble brewing. All over the world, if we want to say radical Islamic ideology, uh, all over Europe, women are being raped. This is not just in Israel, isolated cases in America, which there have been many cases. Sometimes they try to keep it out of the news. But I'll tell you what, uh, all over Europe, people are being abused. Women are being raped because they don't cover themselves up with a buoy buoy. And uh, uh, so they're considered a prostitute. We need to face reality, what we're dealing with, what we're dealing with. Closing comments, Ambassador. I can't say uh, without mentioning uh, the hostages. There are many hostages, the women, probably some of them are pregnant because they were abused by the Hamas. Uh, there's a one, one year old baby, Kfir Bibas, they're still there. But men, women that are held 20, 30 meters underground. And uh, if the international, international community and leaders want this to end, it's a very quick one. Unconditional surrender of the Hamas. That's as simple as this. If they care for the population, if, they, if it's all about dealing with Israel, then that's relevant. I agree totally with the ambassador. There can be no ceasefire unconditionally. They'll just regroup to attack again. In the charter, they're going to wipe them out. They've turned down a two-state solution. They don't want peace. They want to take over all of Israel. And then their eye is on America. So we must understand these things. We don't serve the same God. In Islam, Jesus is a prophet to come back to kill the Jews and the Christians. That's not our God. Understand what we're dealing with. We need to rise up and defend true people that understand the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. May God richly bless you. This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen. I'm the president of World Ministries International and Eagle Saving Nations. Please go to my website, worldministries.org. That's worldministries.org. See the importance that we need to join eagle-saving nations. We have to have another great awakening because this nation is toppling. They're trying to destroy the republic, topple the republic, move us into sheer communism, the new world order. Only the church can rise up and stop this insanity if the church will awaken. The Bible talks about sheep nations. Some nations will resist this one world government. I just pray that America will rise up in your nation, wherever you live, and bring your nation under Jesus Christ. Let it be a sheep nation. Today I want to talk about the title. It says, Warning, 
25 prophetic dreams. It is a live audience with children. We're at the Chapel of World Ministries International. The most important part of any building is the foundation. If the foundation is inferior, then the entire building will not last. It will crumble. The foundation is the base, the starting point of something. It holds all things in place. David asked a question in Psalm 11.3. If the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? The Bible is very clear that in the last days, perilous times will come. 2 Timothy 3.1 For men will be lovers of themselves rather than lovers of God. 2 Timothy 3.2-4 Jesus asked the question, when the Son of Man comes, will he really find faith on earth? Luke 18.8 now, most people recognize, unless they just want to ignore reality, that persecution is increasing for believers in all nations because of weak Christian leadership that teaches a dispensational false grace and prosperity message. These dispensationalists ignore that the Bible is one book divided by men into the Old and New Testaments. Consequently, what was established and taught in the Old Testament did not have to be regurgitated in the New Testament. Terms such as mercy, grace, sin, judgment, forgiveness, profit, etc. were already understood and carried into the New Testament. New definitions and usage did not have to be given. In heaven, the government of God rules and there is peace. On earth, Satan rules since Adam failed to cast him out of the garden and Christians are at war. I hope you noted that. Satan ruled because Adam failed to cast him out of the garden. We are not casting Satan, so to speak, out of our homes, society, our nations. And Satan is ruling through evil men, influenced by evil spirits. Psalm 72.19 tells us that the purpose of God through his church is to reveal his glory over all the earth. In Genesis 1.26-28, Matthew 28.19 Luke 19, 13, and Matthew 13, God instructs Christians to take dominion, subdue, be salt, occupy, and make disciples of the inhabitants of the earth. If the United States of America and the rest of the nations are going to be filled with the glory of the Lord, Christians must understand they are at war with Satan. It is the responsibility of the church to obey this assignment. Most people in America recognize that we are in a communist coup. Forces are in bed with the world elite and globalists are trying to topple the republic under God and move us into the new world order. Since April 2020, I've had 25 prophetic dreams of civil unrest, civil war, and an invasion. Civil unrest has been a constant from BLM Black Lives Matter, to Antifa, to the Hamas protest, America has been in turmoil with lawlessness. The results have been cities burning and all manner of crimes, including looting and murder. Civil war. It could literally break out any time, now as our freedoms and rights are being abused and being replaced with tyranny. People that love America will not continue to watch our nation being destroyed as illegal aliens flood across our borders and justice is trampled underfoot by criminals holding public office. 
been in the news just recently where illegal aliens severely beat up two policemen in New York City. Did they stay in jail? No, they were released because of the Biden administration. And New York is supposedly a city of refuge for the illegal aliens. New York City is falling under the weight of a flood of these type of illegal aliens that are now destroying the economy and creating havoc through crime. An invasion is happening daily as over 10 million illegal aliens flood across our borders. Hostile forces are gaining access to our nation, including criminals, Russians, Chinese, Mexicans, Africans, Syrians, cartels, and drug runners. Terrorists such as Hamas, Hezbollah, and others wait to attack Americans with blood flowing throughout the nation. What you saw in Israel, I believe you're going to see shortly in America. With terrorist attacks, Hamas, Hezbollah, others, they're already in America. They were in before the borders were flooded with illegal aliens. They're certainly flooding in now. Criminals, other nationalities with the goal to create havoc, to attack America, to bring about her destruction. I believe, just like you saw in Israel, Hamas, October 7, 2023, attacked without warning, killing over 1,400 people, raping, maiming, torturing. We're going to see blood flow in America. We must have another great awakening, as well as other countries of the world. Only the church can save the nations and bring them under Jesus Christ as a sheep nation instead of a goat nation that sides with the new world order, the one world government. I just returned from Africa, from Kenya, and this was my discussion day after day with different leaders, ambassadors, political leaders, church leaders, church meetings, sharing what is going on and only the church, if they'll rise up, can stop it. Other than that, tyranny and slavery are coming to nation after nation. People are about to lose their freedoms and Christians will be persecuted, some being arrested and put to death unless the church wakes up. Eagle Saving Nations, the vision statement, to wake up Christians to the reality of the situation that is taking place in nations today. To expose the forces that are attempting to replace the Republic of America under the morality of God defined in the Bible with tyranny, thus sheer communism. To educate Christians in every nation regarding the goals and operations of the forces aligned and associated with this new world order. They are orchestrating one crisis after another throughout the world to move mankind into a world government as described in the book of Revelation. To have leaders, people in every walk of life, in every nation, join eagle-saving nations and rise up to be true ambassadors of Jesus Christ, filled with the baptism of the Holy Spirit and having the power and authority to do spiritual battle to save their nation. We must get back to Pentecost. We must get back to coveting the things of God, the gifts of the Holy Spirit, the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Jesus was very clear, don't even try to represent me when he ascended. He told the people around him, until you are baptized with the Holy Spirit. Don't even try to. You don't have the power to move in my name to see miracles. I must be inside of you right now. It's called the Holy Spirit, the baptism of the Holy Spirit, the comforter that can do these miracles that I have done in your presence. Now you can go and do the miracles, but you must be baptized in the Holy Spirit. 
And you must have a daily walk with the God, the Holy Spirit, daily. Paul said, I speak in tongues more than any of you. We need to get back to the baptism of the Holy Spirit, back to Pentecost, because the church today is intimidated. They can't seem to speak up on truth. They don't want to be criticized. With the baptism of the Holy Spirit, a coward like Peter, who ran, hid, and lied, turned into a, a bold lion that spoke to the same type of people and 3,000 were saved. The difference was the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Without the baptism of the Holy Spirit, Christians are cowards today. Truth takes away deception. Prayer brings conviction. We're afraid to open our mouth because we don't want to be criticized. What about your life? Are you willing to give up your life? Not without the baptism of the Holy Spirit. They want to mark you. They want to digitize the dollar. They want to control you in every way. They don't want you to buy or sell like Revelation 13 talks about. Ladies and gentlemen, we must have another great awakening. Worldministries.org, worldministries.org, join Eagles Saving Nations. Let's have this another awakening. Let's get into the NFL stadiums. Let the power of God fall down. We need to stop the tyranny that is taking place using COVID-19 as an excuse to ignore the Constitution of the United States and the Bill of Rights. Totally unconstitutional what they did, but they did it anyway. The Supreme Court has come out since that time, but millions of people took those COVID shots. And a lot of people directly because of them died. They want to depopulate the world. I looked at the census in 2020. It said by 2025, America is supposed to have only 100 million people. Government census. Where's the other 200 and so many million go? Where did they go? They want the world depopulated. The book of Revelation talks about 2 billion people dying. Death is coming. Death has started. It will only increase. We need to conduct conferences in nations where Eagle Saving Nations has membership. Again, to stop the tyranny in nations, trying to take away persons' liberties, freedoms, making them subject to control by people with evil motives and goals. They're trying to topple nation after nation. That's what open borders is all about. Open borders. You have no country. These conferences will be focused on training, strategy, exhortation, worship, preaching, allowing the glory of God to manifest with people being baptized in the Holy Ghost, others constantly overflowing with the Holy Spirit. We want them to leave the conferences encouraged, refreshed, strengthened with the power and authority to accomplish confronting the evil forces that are trying to enslave God's people and their nation. The church, in its present condition, cannot accomplish the task. But a church filled with the baptism of the Holy Spirit can fearlessly roar, as David did, to Goliath. When Goliath defied and defamed the name and laws of Almighty God himself. David, a shepherd boy. First <coughs> Samuel 17, 45. Then David said to the Philistine, You come to me with a sword, with a spear, and with a shield. But I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you've defied. David made very clear to Goliath who he represented. They're trying to take God out of America in every area. Judeo-Christian values, they're trying to remove. The United Nations made it very clear. I have their constitution. We want to replace the old world order, Judeo-Christian values, family, 
marriage, one woman, one man, with a new world order of alternate lifestyles, abortion, homosexuality, LGBTQ, the destruction of families. Family institution was God's government on earth. First line of defense. They're trying to destroy the first line of defense. Destroy the family, you destroy a nation. <coughs> family was instituted by God right back in the garden. David made it clear to Goliath who he represented. We need to make it clear that there is a living God. His name is Jesus. There is morality. There is one man, one woman, not 33. We need to make it clear homosexuality is a sin. God loves the sinner. He loves you if you get mad. But it's still sin. Sin brings judgment. Four sins that bring judgment on a nation or a person, idolatry, immorality, killing the innocent, and dividing the land of Israel. These sins bring judgment. <coughs> you can go ahead and put in the most conservative president. I believe 2024, Donald Trump will be the president again. He will delay the toppling of the republic because he's for so much of this Judeo-Christian values. He's for America. He doesn't want the new world order. That's why they're trying to stop him every way they can. Yet, he has sanctioned homosexuality. He had him in his cabinet. Now, you can have him in your cabinet. If they can do a job. You can have a homosexual electrician come and fix the wires in your house. But you still have to recognize it as sin. Just like if you have a person in fornication or adultery. You can love that person. You can let him work for you. But it's sin. And you do what you can to lead him to Jesus. Come out of their sin. That's what the gospel is all about. Sin separates us from God. Sins bring judgment. We don't want them eternally judged. If we love them, we try to help them. We don't reject them, we try to help them. We don't reject the homosexual, but it is sin. So is adultery. So is hatred. David made it clear to Goliath who he represented. We need to make it clear we are in favor with God, the laws of God, the morality of God that this nation became the greatest nation or empire on earth because of Judeo-Christian values. That's what made it great. Previous Supreme Court justices' decisions have said that our Constitution was made for a Christian people, and only Christians should be able to enforce the Constitution and Bill of Rights. And if you remove Christians out of it, it's nothing. It'll fall apart. Now, I'm paraphrasing, but that's exactly what it is. And that's what they said. One decision after another. When we obeyed the laws of God, the morality of God, God blessed us, we became great. Now as we're removing God out, we are falling apart. And if we don't stop it, if the church doesn't stop it, we're going to totally fall apart. Yes, Donald Trump will delay the toppling of the republic, but he won't stop the judgment of God unless we have a great awakening a national repentance. You cannot go on with every form of gender and call it correct and alternate lifestyle. It is sin. It is a sin. It brings judgment like Sodom and Gomorrah. Goliath had all his physical armor, but David came in the name of the Lord of hosts. The Lord of hosts is the warrior God. David made it plain to Goliath that he was there to defend the God of the armies of Israel. When I meet with these governments, you saw me meeting with different ambassadors, the Israeli ambassador. They know that I believe in the God of Israel. They know that I back Judeo-Christian values. They know that I believe alternate lifestyle is a sin. 
that what they're doing to try to control the nations is tyranny, slavery. They know that this new world order is arising. They're putting pressure on all of them to control them through the central bank. And they know that I've exhorted we need to rise up and stop this insanity or this nation is going to come under slavery. There is no doubt I've made it clear. I am representing the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I'm representing Jesus Christ. I'm his ambassador. I'm trying to prevent nations from coming under slavery and tyranny. One political leader in Kenya, I exhorted him time and time, year after year. Three different times, strong advice. He went against my advice. This time, this trip, he said, Dr. Hansen, you were right. I was wrong. But it took 15 years of suffering for him politically. 1 Samuel 17, 46. This day will the Lord deliver thee into mine hand, and I will smite thee. Take thine head from thee, and I will give the carcass of the host of the Philistines this day unto the fowls of the air, and to the wild beasts of the earth, and that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. Now this is what David is telling the armies of the Philistines and Goliath. I will smite you. I will take your head from you. I will give your carcasses, the carcasses of the armies, to the host of the Philistines this day under the fowls of the air, the wild beasts of the earth, and that all the earth may know there is a God in Israel. Wow. Boldness. Again, that's what Eagle Saving Nations is all about. David was filled with the Holy Spirit. He was filled with God. He inhaled it as a shepherd boy. Killing the bear, killing the lion. How did you think he did that? Superhuman strength. The power of God came upon him. The strength of God. And he did mighty feats. We can do mighty feats through the power of God, the strength of God, the baptism of the Holy Spirit. David pulled no punches with Goliath. He told him exactly what he was going to do. David was not only going to defeat Goliath, but the whole army of the Philistines. David was doing this so that all the earth would know there is a God in Israel. 1 Samuel 17, 47. And all this assembly shall know that the Lord saveth not with a sword or spear, for the battle is the Lord's, and he will give you into our hands. Wow! We need to be able to proclaim the word of the Lord without fear or intimidation and the consequences for defying God and what sin brings. 2 Corinthians 10, 3-4. For though we walk in the flesh, we don't war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. We are called to battle, to warfare, to wrestle, but most we are called to win. I don't go into a battle to lose. I don't go into these nations to back down. I share the truth with these leaders unashamedly, unapologetically. I share the consequences of defying God. God's behavior toward the nation of Israel is no different than any other nation. God sends warnings. It's all through the Bible. For example, God sent eight prophets to Israel over a period of 130 years. Prior to the destruction of the ten northern tribes to warn the people to repent, obey the laws of God, or he would send destruction. God sent the prophets, Elisha, Obadiah, Joel, Jonah, Amos, Hosea, Isaiah, and Micah. When the majority of the people continue to reject the warnings of God, which is the grace and mercy of God, finally the cup of iniquity became full. 
God broke his silence. He used the Assyrian king to bring judgment upon Israel by destroying the ten tribes of Israel in 722 B.C. Later, when the Assyrians' cup of iniquity became full, God sent another nation to destroy the Assyrians. The cup of iniquity principle always takes place as it's a rule, a law of design by God himself. It is called the science of judgment. If you don't have my book, order it. Worldministries.org, the science of judgment. The rise and fall of nations, the rise and fall of people. What happens when we continue to reject the laws of God to ourselves, to our bodies, to our family? Prior to the destruction of the southern tribes of Judah and Benjamin, God sent five prophets out of compassion to warn them to repent. 65 years, 465 years, the prophets Nahum, Zephaniah, Habakkuk, Jeremiah, and Ezekiel tried to warn them of God's anger toward their sins, but they continued to reject the warnings. We must realize God is predictable. There are certain patterns of apostasy that are scientific for all nations. God's character of justice is mercy is known and balanced in what I call divine love. These nations fell. They had 65 years to repent. Amos 1, 6 says, For thus saith the Lord, For the three transgressions of Gaza, for four I will not turn away. It's punishment, because they took captive the whole captivity to deliver them up to Edom. But I will send a fire upon the wall of Gaza, which shall devour its palaces. I will cut off the inhabitants from Ashdod and the one who holds the scepter of Ashkelon. I will turn my hand against Ekron and the remnant of the Philistines shall perish, says the Lord of hosts. I've been in these very locations, these cities. For thus says the Lord, for three transgressions of Tyre, for four I will not turn away its punishment because they delivered up the whole captivity to Edom and did not remember the covenant of brotherhood. But I will send fire upon the walls of Tyre, which shall devour its palaces. And it goes on and on. Talks about a plumb line in Amos 7, 7. That the Lord is standing by a wall. He has built a plumb line with a plumb line in his hand. And it says, this plumb line talks about how your time is running out. I will spare them no longer. Amos 7, 8. What do you see, Amos? A plumb line. The Lord said, look, I am setting a plumb line among my people. We're on a plumb line. Time is running out. Judgment's going to fall. Worldministries.org, worldministries.org, join Eagles Saving Nations. We've got to have a great awakening because judgment is going to fall. America will topple if we don't have another great awakening. God bless you. Dr. Hanson, great program. Well, thank great you, Great interview today. Two quick comments. You know, Yahovah, God, he gave Gaza to the Jews. They own it all. I encourage everybody out there to read Joshua 1547. It spells it out right there. And that's just one of the many locations that belong to Israel. But Gaza specifically given to the tribe of Judah. Nobody has a right to take away the land that God gave Israel. And if they do, they're going to come under the judgment of God. And the ambassador was correct there. We cannot negotiate with terrorists. You make a deal with them today. They only break it tomorrow and come back. They don't stop. They're unrepentant. So it must be unconditional surrender or Israel should go all the way and destroy Hamas to the very last man. We're praying for Israel and standing with them. I want to say one other thing. Uh, we just had an election here this week in Indonesia for president. 
So it's a big deal in Indonesia. The presidency has a five-year term here. You can have two terms. And a lot of people may not know this, but Indonesia has 18,000 islands. My jaw dropped when I heard that number. 18,000. Now, about 6,500 of them are populated. That's a lot. With a population, just a few years ago, 270 million compared to America, 331 million. Of course, we know that changes by the day in America. But they're on the paper ballot system here. Can you imagine that? And it takes a lot of people to pull this thing off. But they do it. And if Indonesia can do it, with 6,500 islands compared to 50 states, and, you know, pretty close to the population of America, what's up with America and its Dominion voting machines? I'm not going to say much more about Dominion because they like to sue people. But let's just say this. They had Diebold before. Now it's Dominion. And any type of electronic system or software can be hacked. And I think people know that. So will we ever have a fair election in America? I don't think so, Dr. Hansen, unless the Lord intervenes. Of course, we vote. I voted for Trump twice. If I can get my voter card again, I'll vote again if he's able to make it that far. But it's a scam that is being run in America. And I just want to say, you know, Indonesia is an example of how to do it right. Paper ballots. My wife voted this week. So it looks like they're going to have it all concluded here very soon. And, and probably Proboa will be the new president. Well, with that, Dr. Hansen, if people want to support your ministry once again, what options are open to them? Okay, I'll share with you, but America doesn't want to do it right. We used to have paper ballots, but they do not want to do it right. They want corruption. They want to cheat. They want to steal. And all of the disputed territories Israel owns. But the point we're making is Israel was not in control of the Gaza Strip since 2005. Hamas controlled it since 2006. And the world is trying to think that Israel is controlling that strip. Israel has nothing to do with it since 2005. So these are the pack of lies. Not only are they stealing the election, they're lying over Israel. Now, my phone number is 360-629-5248. Once again, 360-629-5248. They want to send me a check. Address it to WMI, P.O. Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. The address again is P.O. Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. P.O. Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. We do take Visa, MasterCard, American Express, Discover, PayPal, Zelle, If you're sending to Zell, the reference is warning at worldministries.org. That's warning at worldministries.org. Once again, if you want to donate by Zell, warning at worldministries.org. Shannon? Great message tonight. And again, I encourage people, Dr. Hansen, to stand with World Ministries International, support this great ministry, their front line, and stand with Israel. God will bless you if you do. We love you all over there. Thank you for letting us be a part of this. We'll see you next week. God bless you, Shannon. Thank you, sir. 